Thanks to Amy. Across Australia. This is Show and Tell Radio with Monty Diamond. Morning, everyone. Thanks for joining us on Show and Tell Radio this morning. Monty with you. And Madeline West is my guest this morning. Geez, you scrub up all right for the morning time. Oh, Monty, stop it. You've rocked up in this beautiful dress, though, that your husband, Shannon Bennett, chose for you. He did. That is so oh, is risky. That, is that a gift or not? He's in Tokyo. He's rocking the shops. He sees an Alexander McQueen on sale. My God. And picks it up. Because if uh, my partner would, we do not buy clothes for each other. No, no, no. I don't buy clothes for him. He's got far more style than I have. He is. I'm like that is incredible. And I'd, I'd wear his clothes quite happily. <laughs> He's a funkster. A funkster. He's a funkster. Oh my god, that is hilarious. Hey, we have so much to chat about. Just to for people who have joined us, you have six children. You're an actress. You're the, one of the busiest bees getting around. I've already had three coffees today oh and I'm going to talk a lot today. <laughs> Look out or I'm going to start rapping, Monty. <laughs> my God, it's going to be fun, everyone. Sit back. You're going to enjoy this hour. Enjoy this hour with Madeline West. This is Show and Tell Radio with Monty Diamond. And Madeline West is my guest this morning. Now, Madeline, a lot of people would know you as D from your neighbours' yeah. days. That's when you came into my world. Oh, <laughs> You're Dee also Bliss. On Dee Bliss. What a name. And you, you were married to Toadie. Of course I was. Never consummated though, Monty. Wasn't Until it? now. <laughs> waka, waka, wow, wow. <laughs> but yeah, one thing people might know about you is you were hit by a bus and that is not... Um, I'm not cut. Was I? Oh, yeah. sorry. The amnesia just kicked in for a moment there. No, yes, I was. And it was full on. Yeah. You nearly died. Bus liberally applied at speed to the head. Talk me through it. What was, what so happened? It was during, it was in 2002. It was when I was right in the middle of, of my neighbour's days as Dee Bliss. And I'd flown up to Sydney to host a kids charity helpline the next day. You know, kids, kids helpline? Yes. Called? Yep. They were having a big charity event and I was going to be hosting it on the Saturday. So I flew up on the Friday night. I hadn't eaten anything on all, on set all day because I was an actress and actresses right. don't eat. No, eat hair. Um, so uh, they'd advised that there's a, it was on Oxford Street in Sydney, there's a supermarket across the road, go over there. So I'd gone over there, walked outside the supermarket and I remember looking for the traffic lights because I knew that corresponded with the entry to my hotel and there was right. a bus stop to my left and I was on the lip of the path, so I was on the path and I remember looking left and then looking right, and that's the last thing I remember. Oh, God. Uh, the bus, the, the Sydney bus line buses back then had quite a big overhang over the front wheelbase. And he must have been going at speed. It was 9.30 at night. And had come into the bus stop and taken me with him. So I got smacked fair on the left side of the face, was thrown five feet, and then landed on again on that side of my face and skidded a few more feet. <gasps> Left a bit of skin back there oh. on the pavement, but by then it was covered in chewing gums and small pebbles, so I wasn't going to pick that up again. Gosh. And um, yeah, so I fractured my skull in three places, up through the top, around the side, and underneath the the orbital lobe. Wow! Um, that actually was leaking brain fluid Are down you my kidding? throat. Yeah, so I lost all the skin down that side of my face and had a, a crush injury over my brow, which means that the skin dies on impact oh. and had to all be cut away and sewn up and put together. Such an incredible story. But you know what, I'll say this, Monty, it taught me something very, very important and that's, I think it's really crucial for women and young girls and that is that when I first saw myself in the mirror about a week after the accident and my face was completely cactus, I didn't even recognise myself, in that moment I wanted to die because I thought that the way I looked was the most important thing about me, Mm. that my appearance defined 
who I was yeah. and all I had to offer the world. And I thought my acting career, which I've strived so hard to achieve, is over. Yeah. And I had to sit myself down and ask myself, why did I become an actor in the first place? Was it to be on the cover of a magazine or was it so that I could tell stories mm. and let people live through me? For just a moment. Yeah. And it was clearly the latter. And then wow. when I accepted that, I heal really, really quickly. That's we really crazy. need to remind ourselves that the most attractive thing you can do is believe in yourself. Yeah. And self-belief shines through mm. brighter than any foundation or any Revlon lipstick, trust me. Yeah, we well, are so. shining, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, stick around, everyone. Plenty more to come with Madeline West on Show & Tell Radio this morning. This is Show & Tell Radio with Monty Diamond. For Amy Health Insurance, get $100 cash back on combined hospital and extras with Amy Health Insurance. Monty with you and my guest today is Madeline West being a mum of six? That's a, and five girls. <laughs> and five girls. My gosh, is that? That's a lot of responsibility there, isn't it? I just leave them locked up in the chicken coop. It's fun for them. It's fun for the chickens. What more can I say? I've only got two boys, but having girls, I almost look at my mates who have got girls and go, ooh, that makes me nervous, you know, because I was obviously a young girl myself and it can be brutal when you are at school. The saddest thing about young girls and women also is that we can be our our own worst enemies. Here we are, we talk about the sisterhood and empowering each other and what we deserve and what we've been denied Mm. and yet women diminish each other's voices more than any man in the world. It's really hard to say you're a bully to any one child because... 100% 100% of the time, I would say, a kid never acknowledges that their behaviour is bullying. Yeah. It's learned behaviours. It's things they see at home. It's things they see in the media. It's ways of communicating. So I'm always really slow to call anyone a bully. For me, it's about empowering the victim, mm. to give people faith in themselves. How do you do that with your girls, though? Because we were also talking off air about how, you know, you walked in. I was like, oh, my God, you look so beautiful. Look at your arms. And, and then I was like, oh, my God, I just spent five minutes talking about your physical, which is the exact opposite of what I try to do around my kids. If I'm tempted to give a physical compliment to my child, I try to marry it with a quality that isn't physical. For example, my then five-year-old was being bullied last year. Right. She was being called fat. She didn't even really know what the word meant. And I'm pretty sure that the other kid didn't know what it meant either. Yeah. So one morning we're about to leave and she's standing in front of the the hallway mirror crying. Right. And I said to her, what's wrong? And she said, I'm fat. Oh, God. And so we both, I turned her to look at the mirror and I said, what does that mean? And she said, well, it means that I'm not good enough, that it it means I can't run fast enough or play on the monkey bars. So someone had been saying to her that you're fat, you can't do this, you can't do that. So they were limiting her. Yeah. And I said, okay, so when you look in the mirror, what do you see? And she just shrugged her shoulders and I said, I'll tell you what I see. I see that two eyes that look at the world and see it as a beautiful place. And I see a smile that lights up the room and makes everyone that sees it feel so special. And I see two arms that give the best hugs. And I see legs that run so fast and live every day like it's the most magical day on earth. And I see a brain that is so clever that it could change the world if it really wants to. And I see a heart that is so big it could fill the world. Mm. And so I try to do that with my kids to pick yeah. small physical things but correlate it with something yeah. that has 
meaning. Yeah, so powerful. Gives exactly. Goosebumps. If we can teach kids at the grassroots level to focus on the positive yeah. in every scenario, we're all going to win. Yeah. Because we're going to be fostering a generation that isn't flicking through Instagram and going, oh, she thinks she's so hot, but she's got cellulite. Yeah. We're going to be fostering a generation that says, wow, she feels so good about herself that yeah. she wants to share that image with the world. Hey, stick around, everyone. Plenty more to come with Madeline West on Show & Tell Radio. This is Show & Tell Radio with Monty Diamond. Brought to you by Amy Health Insurance, keeping mums and their families healthy, now with $100 cash back. Monty with you and my guest today is Madeline West. You have six kids under eight. That no, is I a don't. Book. I'm in denial. Sorry. Oh, no, I know when I'm out of the house, I'm, I'm sex in the city, I'm young and single and I'm kicking it to the streets. I know, totally. But you do. Your reality is back at home. They're it probably is. hanging off the chandeliers. Six oh, kids. I can only hope. If they're hanging off the chandeliers, at least the windows are clean. True. And the floor. <laughs> My gosh. One thing that I'm having trouble at the moment is screen time because oh. I'm not not a screen time mum. I'm like, okay, you um, haven't had 16 hours of screen time today, so um, there you go, have a little bit more. How do you handle the screen time with your kids? The temptation time for my kids is post-dinner. They know yes. before dinner that there is no screen time and they're still sort of bouncing off the walls post-school and they've had yep. their snack and they've got their extracurricular activities. But it's after dinner, that's when the temptation... And it's the same as all of us. We want to lie on the couch like a sloth and watch something about home renovation. Why yes, not? Yeah. And that's when I go, right, kids, board game. Ah. So we do board games around the table. So that works a treat. Right. Um, apart from that, I've tried to bring... And look, I'm as susceptible as the next person to letting them watch. But I try throughout the day, kids ask questions. Yeah. It can be one of the most annoying parts of being a parent and also one of the most eye-opening parts yeah. of being a parent, that the questions kids come up with. My answer is always, even if I know the answer, let's Google it. Oh, really? Let's write it down. So I keep a post-it note in my, back, my, in my bag. I always wear a backpack. And we write down all their questions. We get home and we stick the post-it notes on the fridge. Here's our Google task for the day. So if we're going to use screen time, we're going to learn something. And if they find something in that search that fascinates them and they want to watch some YouTube, YouTube clips about it, great. Right. But it's a way to escape the Roblox, yeah. the Minecraft, the mindless videos of people unwrapping. And I've got a bit of a theory about this. Yeah. I believe that to have a fulfilling, creative and vibrant life, we need to balance, need to strike a balance between chaos and order. Yeah. So this is chaos theory for the modern age. Right. And it's not easy to do mm. because in the modern age where we're spending so much time texting, screen timing, having phone conversations rather than mm. interacting with yeah. people, we've actually contracted our social circle so much that we're not having engaging relationships with people who can actually teach us something. Yeah. We're sitting within a socioeconomic enclave or um, a workspace enclave or the school drop-off enclave and we're not reaching out beyond that. Mm. Whereas historically, as we, we, we were much more transient beings and, and new people would come into our villages and they'd go yeah. out and someone else would come in. So we're meeting new people and that's how society progressed. We learnt new things, we learnt new languages and we're not doing that anymore. No. So... Um, the only way to, to maintain creativity and, and vibrancy is to balance between that sense of the unknown yes. and the sense of the known. Yeah. But we're slowly retreating into order, into the known. God, listen to me. I sound like I've got a doctorate. And I've got a doctorate <laughs> in nothing but a large <laughs> slice of BS. Um, <laughs> but I really do believe this, that we need to encourage our kids to start taking risks again. Yes. We're helicoptering them. We're wrapping them in cotton wool. We need to teach them to take that jump 
to make that leap, yeah. leap and to not be scared of falling because that's another one of my mantras. It's not really falling, it's flying. Hey, stick around. There is more with Madeline West up next on Show and Tell Radio. This is Show and Tell Radio. Amy Health Insurance, $100 cash back on new combined hospital and extras policy is just one way you're luckier with Amy Health Insurance. For details, visit amy.com.au forward slash health insurance. This is Show and Tell Radio with Monty Diamond. For Amy Health Insurance, get $100 cash back on combined hospital and extras with Amy Health Insurance. Monty with you and Madeline West has been my guest this hour. We're nearly done. I know, and I haven't even been offered a family assorted. What's going on here? How very rude. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about the wrong girl, though. It is over for this season. Not sure if another one's going to happen, but it probably will. Oh, fingers crossed. I think it's such a wonderful show. It's so relevant and... It's one of those shows that's sort of a microcosm of, of what everyone's fascinated with, and everyone's fascinated with the media. So I, you've got to love a show that's a show yes. about a show within a show within a show within a show. Your character, though, I love because we were talking about that she's not your um, cliche character no. at all, and that's why it's so refreshing. And she's not on there very often, but when she is, it's powerful. That's it. When she comes on, she says stuff that shakes the foundations of society. Yeah. That's a bit much. She's not Winston Churchill. <laughs> but um, I love her because she's not guided by a cliche, like you said, Monty. That Yes, we know that she's in a same-sex relationship, mm-hmm. but the fact of her being a gay woman does not define or qualify or minimise who she is. Not she still all. rocks a saucy heel. She's got funky fox. She's... She's rather well endowed. She's got a good rack and she lets everyone know it. She's got the long blonde hair and she's unabashedly feminine. But yes. She's also unapologetically intelligent and ferocious and fearless. And she lives her life authentically and by her own rules. This is a powerful woman, mm. a woman who is grounded in her own power. She knows what she wants and she won't always get it, but she will fight tooth and nail until she does. And if she can't and it's impossible, she's happy to walk away. She will not compromise. Yeah. And I think this is, we are ushering in a generation where that is the norm. Yes, I hope so. Where yeah. people, and I'm not talking just about women, but men also who yeah. appreciate um, equality for, for, for equality's sake, which is that if I want to be at home, if I'm a man and I want to be at home with my child, I will. Yeah. If I'm a woman and I want to return to the workplace, I will. If I want to crack through that glass ceiling and I want to grow grind it down with my six-inch stilettos and I want to bake it in some cupcakes and serve it to every CEO who define me by the size of my bust and the colour of my hair and the size of my butt behind a desk, then I will. Yeah. And I'm not going to apologise for it. Yeah. It is. It's exciting. It's, it's, it's really exciting. It's crazy times but exciting at the same time. Absolutely. You know? And having just, having characters like that on our screens is yeah. like, yes! Hey, I head to showandtellonline.com.au. You can podcast this show and all of our other shows and also um, there is plenty of content there for you to wrap your ears and eyeballs around. Um, Madeline West, we will be able to get your books next June. Yep, absolutely. Lily um, D, VAP, available at all good books. Booksellers. You beauty. Um, that is definitely one that we want all of our kids to read. Um, anything else that we can... You got anything else that we should plug before... Um... Oh, look, if anyone wants to come around and do my laundry, yep. um, my details will be available on the website. Beautiful. And uh, looking for a professional child whisperer. I know a horse whisperer who's incredible. Maybe it converts to children. Mm, I've known them to eat grass. So... <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody, and I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. This is Show and Tell Radio.
Hey, thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Madeline West. So much more on our podcast, all of our on-the-couch chats where women come over to my house and we have long, long yarns about their life and everything else. They are also on our podcast as well as all of our radio shows, so make sure you subscribe.